Hey, good morning. Welcome to Origin Gates Podcast Wisdom's Echo. This is John Usry. And I just wanted to bring you a little something I call musings in a coffee shop. I was sitting in the coffee shop uh, the other day just watching people and um, uh, drinking a good cup of coffee and um, just thinking about uh, watching people's lives and interaction with people. And it's interesting that the Lord says two greatest commandments, love the Lord your God with your whole heart, mind, and strength. And that seems obvious. But sometimes the second one doesn't always seem as like it's the most important. Uh, And we know it is because we're used to hearing it. But it's love your neighbor as yourself. And uh, it's interesting that's the second most important because it's kind of a multifaceted commandment. Uh, One, you have to love others. And you also have to love yourself. And sometimes that's the challenge in loving others. So um, people come in all shapes and sizes. They're tall, short, skinny, plump. They might have dark complexion or light complexion. There could be blonde or brunette or something in between. Uh, They could be muscular or maybe not so much. Um, Some are male, some are female. Some are blustery and some are at peace. Once you begin to look past the exterior, you begin to see that for the most part, we're all basically the same. We all desire love and respect. We all need a sense of worth and value. We all want to feel like our lives make a difference. What keeps you from interacting with humanity in a productive and fruitful way? If we could function with kindness and look to better someone's life, your life would improve. Remember the golden rule, do unto others as you'd have them do unto yourself. As you interact with others, it probably isn't your responsibility to fix their problems, but we can each do one little thing or comment or action that could give value or worth a bit at a time to enhance somebody's life. We want to do it out of a place of God's love. And the reality of that is it comes back to you in like kind and often in a magnified measure because that's how God does it. You give and you get. He, it's just a principle. You, it's, if you find yourself lonely, make yourself a friend. If you find yourself um, in a place of despair, look to say, say something positive to somebody and see it change for you. Um, it comes back magnified you can't even help it I mean you don't want to do it for that motivation um, do it because it's the thing to do and it's a commandment of the of the word you know, second greatest commandment again what keeps us from engaging with people in this way usually it has to do with our own brokenness we have our own issues that are broken and we see through cracked lenses of vision Yahweh wants us to love ourselves and some of you can't seem to get past that first piece you see yourself as unlovely and not worth love from yourself, let alone others. And yet Yahweh puts loving your neighbor as yourself right up there next to love God with your whole heart, mind, and strength. So since it's important to Him, we need to figure out how to do this better. As you come into this life, you're basically a clean slate that begins to have inscribed on it beliefs about yourselves. We also have hereditary DNA issues Uh, that might be faulty and broken 
uh, and that imprint us on, on us patterns of operating. And as to those, we have a responsibility not only to humanity, but our own future generations to change that. He gives us everything we have need of pertaining to life and godliness. He tells us, he who overcomes will be given opportunity to sit with him on a throne. When you sit on a throne, you have a crown. The thing is, we have the tools needed to go in and change our corrupted DNA into pristine DNA, as originally intended by God. We also have the tools to break generational curses that have been passed down to us. We have the technology to begin to change our corrupted inner belief systems through the washing of the water of his word. He tells us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. He wouldn't tell us to do something that we were incapable of. Many of us have to come out from under limiting beliefs that stem from those who have authority in our lives and, and perpetuated bondage or enslavement with their actions or their words that wrapped around us like chains when we were little. John 8.36 says the sun sets free is free indeed. If you don't believe that, then look inside to see why, because the promise of God is not untrue. One of the best starting points is to ask the Lord to begin to show you hidden, broken belief systems inside of yourself, because they're usually initially hidden from you. And, and you need the help, you need His help uh, to identify them. You also have to be willing to upset the apple cart on the inside of yourself by letting go of wide structures of thinking, whole structures that um, are so subconsciously layered that you don't even realize that's how you're doing it. Um, it'll probably be a process like peeling layers of an onion, but you'll be glad you started the process. Also, many walk in fear towards humanity. There's actually a spirit called the fear of men's faces that can take up residence in people's lives. You can expel such things by changing the environment and beliefs inside yourself so your host home isn't palatable any longer to such things. When you run into everyday people, let alone blustery people, just remember they all have a need for sincere validation and the sense of genuine love and concern for their well-being, which will disarm their exterior countenance. The gruff hard shell that people put up towards you is coming from a place of self-protection. They've been wounded too many times. You have the ability to crack through that armor they've clothed themselves with. Now all of this being said, there are some situations you have no business trying to be the fix for. The serial killer rapist that is addled with demonic possession um, maybe most likely might be above your pay grade and have wisdom as regards to how that what that is what that would be we do still have a command to love but that can be as simple as loving that person declaring the um, scroll of their original intent and destiny for their lives and let it go at that we don't have a responsibility to interact with everybody. You want to keep things simple? Just find a way to be an encouragement. Take a 
moment out of your day and determine you're going to see one person and say something kind, genuine, you got to be genuine, just to be something that will leave an imprint on their lives. A lot of times when people encounter the feeling of the fear of men's faces, you just need to look beyond the exterior of someone's being, look into their spirit and begin to think thoughts of godly love to them. And they'll begin to pick up on something different from you that will allow them to lower their shield a bit. And then you'll have opportunity to give love. And that'll perpetuate um, from your heart and it'll penetrate their heart. Always with a child, use any opportunity to build them up, not tear them down. Because they're in an incredibly formative period. And your seemingly small word in season could transform their whole lives. The thing about children is that we have our own, we have our grandkids, but children are in abundance in the earth. Anytime you have an opportunity, don't be creepy, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you're a guy, you, you know, don't be creepy talking to little kids. And that goes without being said. But use it as an opportunity to have a kindness and to show love and care to to a child and and you never know a word or a, a, a action like that could make all the difference in how they grow up some of you may be thinking why do I need to do all this um, I just want to go on my way do my own thing live my own life be responsible for me and my own family I don't have time to be concerned or, or chat up people or do those things. It doesn't take much. You can chat somebody up in less than a minute and, and change their day, change their life, change who they are. Remember, it's the second greatest commandment to love people, love your neighbor as yourself. Um, and it has a lot of facets to it. I'm just describing one facet to it. Love is multifaceted. It's not just a kind word. It's a word in season that needs to be heard. It's it's a lot of things. But the truth is, is this is an aspect that a lot of people overlook uh, just because they don't want to do it. And I was challenged um, sitting there in the coffee shop drinking coffee um, about how does this look? How would this change people's lives? What can I do to just be kind Kindness is an interesting, rare commodity in the earth. People are too busy to show kindness. And kindness can um, change people's lives so dramatically. I'll tell you what. When you start doing this, the joy, the return that comes, the things that you see happen, the smiles that will be on people's lives, it's rewarding, it's fulfilling, and it makes you feel good inside uh, about yourself and who you are. So make it a daily challenge to find somebody to give a kind word to. Waitresses, oh my gosh, they work hard. They're a good one. Uh, little kids we already talked about. Find, go outside your comfort zone and then find people who you might normally not chat up or connect with. Um, but the people that serve you day to day uh, they get an earful of all the junk let's be the change for them that 
makes their life a little bit happier, full of joy, so that when they go home after a day full of stress, uh, they can have a smile on their face, go home and uh, and remember that somebody was nice enough and cared about them and caused value to be in their lives. Anyway, blessings. Love you guys. And uh, I hope this has uh, been profitable for you. Um, this is the day the Lord has made. Let's all rejoice therein. Co-create with him. Be glad therein. And... Uh, Shalom. Have a have a wonderful day.